Welcome to Spiritual Tea Talk with the Michelles. Hello, welcome. Hello. Thank you for being here. Yay! <sighs> we always talk before we come on a lot. We a should lot. probably just record them. And then um, what's really cool is that we never really know, other than the topic, what we're going to talk about. So just before we, play, we pressed record, we went, okay, let's see how this one's going to play out. Yeah, and maybe so we should introduce excited. ourselves again, because it's been a while since we've done that. It has been a while. Yeah, we're really great at promoting ourselves. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, me first? Yeah. Great. So, hi, everyone. I am Michelle McEwen. I am a psychic medium, a soul communicator, a energy worker, a baker, a candlestick candlestick maker. <laughs> Michelle I can just joke took... while I'm drinking my tea. <laughs> I can help it. Sorry. <laughs> um, what else do I do? Energy worker, channeler, um, go oh, galactic tour guide. Yeah, yeah, and the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> I work. With, I love working with people. I have weekly clients, coaching clients that I have, where um, I coach people through through their process of doing their inner work. So they have the support. Maybe um, their guides will give them some tools to help them to bring up more things or release things or just deal with life in general. <laughs> Especially right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So my specialty is dealing with emotions. Sure is. Yeah. <laughs> That's that empathic side of me. <laughs> it's all about the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. As it should be. It should be, because it is all about the feelings, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening. For, to me. We're not done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. See you next week. Love you all. People are like, wow, they're usually long-winded and rushing through their podcast. <laughs> not today. Yeah. This week we're like, yep, peace out. <laughs> Taking a breath. Grounding. Yeah. Uh, you all could pick it up telepathically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we should do one of those podcasts sometime, somehow. That would not be awkward at all. 30 minutes of telepathic communication. And then you can all let us know what you receive in that 30 minutes. That would be cool. That would be fun, wouldn't it? That would be cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> How about all of you? <laughs> so, yes. Um, I'm Michelle Lowry, and I am an animal intuitive communicator. Um, I really love to work by bridging the gap, if there is one, between people and their animals, um, putting everyone on the same page, helping people to see life through the eyes of their animals. So no matter what's going on, whether it's behavioral, whether it's health, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's end of life, whether it's senior years, whether it's you just got a dog from the shelter and they're acting out when you can see life through their eyes, one, it helps you understand why they're doing what they're doing, even if some of it isn't necessarily fixable. But when you understand why they're doing what they're doing, it helps to understand also how to support them and help them 
through all of that. Um, and it's just fascinating. The animals have taught me a lot over the years. Um, so the way I do my work is guided by them and guided by my guides so that you get the most accurate and effective way of moving forward. And I have to say, I feel so blessed that this is what I do for a living. You're great at it. You're Thank amazing you. at it. You are an amazing animal advocate. Animal advocate. I like that. Yeah. you. This is something we talked about before yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I was hoping you would use that title. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite come through. So, so I will just add that for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because our animals need a voice. They do. And um, so often the people say, oh, they don't understand me or I don't understand them. And it's easy to it's easy to connect with them. They want us to connect with them. We're just being stubborn humans <laughs> and it has to be done our way, air quotes, our way. And I think to too, we're done. taught that either they don't communicate or they're just an animal or they don't have the knowledge and wisdom to know what they need or want. Right. And so with that teaching, all we know is to go outside of ourselves. All we know is to go to the vet or to go to somebody else to figure it out. And yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, yes, you would come to me, but what I'm helping you do is learn how to communicate with your animals so you can better understand them. And it's not all about having to call somebody else. And honestly, in that process, we learn how to open our hearts. We learn how to tap into our own innate, intuitive telepathic skills. We learn to tap into our emotions that Michelle was talking about, because that is where the animals reside. And so Absolutely. they're encouraging us when they look at you and, and you're trying to figure out what they want. They're encouraging you to come out of your head to get it right and drop into your heart to feel it. Yes. Amen. Woohoo. <laughs> Yahoo. I don't know. Raw, raw. Yeah. <laughs> So if any of that resonates with you, feel free to reach out. I would love to support you in some way. And um, actually, this leads rather nicely into our topic today, which is self-care. Self-care. Self-care would extend out to how you care for your animals because they mirror us. They do mirror us. And I know we've talked about that before, but it's a nice segue into our topic today. It is. It is. <laughs> it's so interesting because I was like, let's talk about self-care. But have we already talked about this topic? And I went back and looked at all the titles of our um, podcast, which we might have talked about it inside the podcast a little bit, but we have not actually focused on self-care, which is intriguing to me. <laughs> Since I feel like that's all we ever talk about is self-care and how can we bring self-care into our lives and, and balancing, like at least for you and I, balancing our lives and, and recognizing, be aware of the times where we need to implement the self-care or where there's a lack of self-care for, at least for me, I don't want to speak for you in that instance, but I know that there's times I'm terrible at my self-care. 
Like, who else out there is terrible at your self-care? I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Both hands. Yep, I would agree. I think it's really easy to get carried away with life and get carried away with work and get carried away with people-pleasing. And I know we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, I think it's easy to misinterpret what our needs are as in we need to look at ourselves and not feel like we can fix ourselves by fixing somebody else so right that whole piece i think that happens well if i make this person feel better then that's self-care and that's helping me too and it's really not <laughs> it's really when you do that what you're actually doing is avoiding <laughs> exactly. fixing yourself yeah <laughs> and self-care is really anything that makes you happy that feeds your soul that rejuvenates you that gives you that breathing space to ground and plug back into what it is that brings you joy for you and it doesn't have to be long Mm -mm. that's why i think some people get stressed especially moms get stressed because we're always like self-care self-care and a lot of people think self-care is massage or an hour-long energy session, which it is, and everybody should do that, including myself. But it doesn't have to be that, especially if you have a busy life. It could be five minutes of sitting in your car, staring at a tree, breathing deeply, or listening to your favorite happy songs on on the radio or whatever you want to call it, the stereo radio. It could be those things. It could be using essential oils to lift your mood so you could fake it until you, you get there. <laughs> um, load on the peppermint. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, self-care is um, those little things. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, I think the bigger things are important. It's always nice to get body work done on yourself or go to a meditation class or take a workshop if that's something that really... helps you ground yourself into learning something yeah retreat but on an everyday to day basis where our lives can be so crazy and busy and somehow we get it all done in 24 hours yeah and i have seen people i think put 30 hours of a day into 24 somehow yeah time bending (laughs) yes absolutely time bending um but it can be when you suddenly feel tired or you feel stressed taking a moment and placing your hand over your heart and we've talked about that before yeah place your hand over your heart and just breathe for two or three breaths even is going to make a difference to realigning you and grounding you um if you're out walking make a connection with the tree touch the tree trunk and make a connection or say thank you for the oxygen or how can i help you It's amazing how nature is such this circular self-care. Yeah. We can receive from nature, as we often do, um, but we can also ask nature what they would like. And I've often gone into the woods and sat and drummed or played my flute and um, asked a tree or asked a river or asked the earth that I'm sitting on, um, is there anything I can do for you? And Sometimes it's just sitting there and plugging in and you're feeding each other. Yeah. So it really doesn't have to be complicated. And if you have kids with you, they know this stuff. They love this stuff. They want to connect into nature. It's what they 
um, are still spiritually aware of. It's just part, I'm not a parent, so it's finding those things to create the activities that will interact them with nature. But and there's some great programs, at least in New Hampshire and Maine. Yeah, for um, kids in nature. I love that. Yeah, it's I'm so on important. the school. I'm on a board for a school that does that. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, it's um, important. It is. Because I think that kids nowadays, there's a lot of kids that have a disconnection to nature. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And not making it like this, that nature is a big deal to go into because we're surrounded by nature all the time. So yeah, teaching the kids to be aware of that blade of grass under their foot or the flower that is in the neighborhood where you're walking by and what color is it and how does it feel? And um, it's amazing what the kids innately come out with without thinking. And then they teach us to remind us to innately come out with things without thinking because we spend so much time in our heads and not enough time in our hearts. And the new energy that's coming in is all about heart first and heart-centered communication. I was actually listening to um, a YouTube video with Tim Wilde, I think it was yesterday, and he was saying how important it is now to watch the words that you use and how you use them because they have energy behind them. And that self-care can also be the words you put out to other people is self-care because that energy will come back to you also and it's this circular motion of the words having their own vibration. So there's a lot to how you show up and everything that you do that can also inspire you and invigorate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So self-care, it's important. <laughs> Michelle's looking at me like, keep talking, keep talking. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, you can keep talking, but no, 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 I wasn't looking at you like that. I was just, um, I was listening to what you had to say, and I completely agree with everything that you're saying. And um, yeah, self-care can be taking a shower when you want to take a shower. could be having a piece of chocolate or a cup of tea or your favorite um, hot beverage or ice beverage. If that's, you know, if that's where you go, like self-care could be so many things. I think it's about the intention that you put behind it, right? Yeah. It could be going to your room and having like 15 minutes of quiet time and even teaching your kids that mm -hmm. I think is important too, that teaching them that it's okay to disengage at times. I think that we've become a society that we're always on and expected to always be on. Like with the smartphones now, people want us to like, people want immediate answers to emails, to text messages, to calls, to, and it's like, well, can't use the I'm not home excuse because your phone's with you all the time. But what happens when you disconnect mm -hmm. even for an hour? Mm-hmm. Put your phone away. Shut it off. The, the world's not going to melt down in that hour. I've done a couple of things more recently. One of them is I bought this uh, pouch 
that you can turn off your phone and put it in the pouch and it disconnects the phone from everything. So one, it protects you from EMF and two, it disconnects you from that, that automated desire to keep checking and keep checking and keep checking. Um, and so I do that now, especially if I'm out and about or I go out in the woods, if I take my phone, I turn it off. So I have it if I need it, but I'm not checking it all the time or catching up with things all the time. And I can actually be present in nature and enjoy the experience of what's going on around me. Um, and then the other thing I do, which is self-care, is I bought these glasses um, and they can be prescription or readers or just regular glasses. And they have this lens to them that also cuts the blue light that comes from the phone. Oh yeah, my reading glass, my reading, my everyday glasses have the same thing. So what's really cool about that is that at night when everything in you is wanting to shut down and slow down and calm down before bed, this cuts the blue light, which is stimulating to the brain and allows everything to calm down. And mine have an orange lens to it. So there's an orange tinge, you're also calming your eyesight down oh, nice. to the phone and the glare of the screen. So there's many different ways that self-care can be something as simple as that. Just put your phone away. Maybe yeah. there's a time in the day where, you know, unless you're on call, unless you have kids in school, unless you're an emergency somebody where you have but to you have your phone. But you can put your phone to uh, do not disturb. And the only ones that could get through is the ones on your favorite list or emergency contact. That's true. That, I, I found that out a while ago that you can yeah. actually put people on the, the emergency list. Yeah. Um, within It's in their contact. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have an Android. So it's the whoever's in my favorite list um, is the only people that could get through when my phone's on Do Not Disturb. That's a great way of taking the stress out of being willing to put your phone down. Yeah, yeah. And my Kindle, because I like to read before I go to sleep, my Kindle has a bedtime setting. So mm. it turns orange. Yep. The background's orange instead yep. of white. Yeah. To do the same thing. To yeah. help you. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's about self-care is about um, just slowing down and breathing, right? Definitely. And I also feel that we're go, 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 like you said, all yeah. the way until we hit the pillow. Yeah. And I feel that we're, we've lost that ability to say from this point forward at night that we need to start winding down. We need to calm down. Maybe we listen to music. Maybe we have a conversation. Maybe we talk my dad lives in Australia and so very often I call him late at night Yeah, and we have a chat um, because 11 o'clock at night for me is one o'clock the following afternoon for him. Yeah, And so we sit and we have a chat for 20 minutes, half an hour. And that's very often the last thing I do you that's know, so sweet. before I go to bed at night. Yeah, um, And then I put on Native American flute music um, and I set the timer on it for an hour. Yeah. And, um, that's another way for me to, to, so it's like a sound machine down. or yeah. meditation. So or... I found that to be really helpful. I feel that self-care needs to extend into your nighttime routine and your mm. nighttime activities and, um, yeah. and bringing that, 
that ability to say enough is enough like set your yeah. own boundary yeah of where you say enough is enough I was just uh texting somebody today about making an appointment and she said I'm unplugging for today and tomorrow can you call me Monday yeah absolutely yeah thank you I have a friend who um her assistant reached out to me because we're planning something and her assistant reached out and goes oh so-and-so has she's unplugged for until Tuesday, I'm just reaching out to tell you that she'll get back to you when she comes live again or whatever you want yep. to say. Ooh, sorry. Plugs in again. So, yeah. I have to say, I just did a self-care. I just went to float in um, Portsmouth the other day. It was a little over a week ago. I don't know if anybody's done that. The salt, salt water pods. Oh, it was amazing. And you think, how can I float for an hour? And it didn't even feel like an hour. It felt like 20 minutes. It resets your nervous system. It can adjust you. I was twitching a lot, meaning that um, I was releasing things out of my fascial, um, malfascial, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, malfascial. And yeah, so try new things like that. And we were supposed to, I was going with my cousin, we were meeting up. We were supposed to go for a walk in um, this nature sanctuary where the birds, if you had bird seed, they come and sit on your hand oh. and eat from, yeah, we're going. <laughs> but it was downpouring that day. So not really ideal for walking. And yeah. maybe the birds would have been out, but um, I didn't realize I needed float until I did it. And then I was like, Oh, this is perfect. So yeah, try something new. Or like you said, get out of nature. When you're talking about nature, recharging you, filling you, reminding me of the book, um, the Celestine prophecies. Oh, I love that book. By James. I love the book. I love the whole series by James Redfield. If you've never read it, the, like the nine insights is amazing. He talks about people instead of using each other, to fill their energy, you use nature to fill your energy and it lasts longer. And, and he tells it like these insightful sites or rights or whatever you want to call them. And this fun, adventurous book. So I don't find the book boring at all. And he has, it's about raising your vibration. And uh, there's the Celestine prophecies. And then he has a total of four books. Then it's like the 10th insight. And then I think Shabala something. And then uh, the 12th insight, which the 12th insight is about religion, which I found intriguing also. I love that. So, yeah. Yeah. So like, what, what do you do for, we're, we're gonna, we invite you. <laughs> We invite you. The Virgo is inviting you. <laughs> Not telling you. Not telling you. Um, or asking, like, what do you do for self-care? What does yeah. your self-care, do you feel like you have enough time for self-care? Or does even the thought of self-care stress you out even more? Because it's okay if it does. It Sometimes it does for me. Sometimes I'm at my wit's end and I just want to shout, I can't take anymore. And that's when I, before I get to that point, <laughs> like a second before I get to that point, I go, 
oh, <laughs> I'll reach out to Michelle. Can I come walk in the woods with you? Can I hang out with the horses? <laughs> Apparently I need to get recharged and I can't deal with people right now. And so it's, I think that it starts with awareness. Yep. And it's okay if you get stressed out thinking of self-care. It really does not have to be a big thing. It could be taking a shower and, and having like great music, swell music in the shower or, or adding aromatherapy to the shower. You, you have to take a shower <laughs> or have it where that when the kids go to bed, so then you can take your time instead of doing the military shower, like one minute in and out, <laughs> you know, just got to get it done where you can actually enjoy your shower. And that was the other thing that with flow, you have to take a shower before and after. And I actually, I usually take like a, a cool shower because it's better for your system and your skin and blah, 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 blah. But because the, the water is of like 90 degrees, I took a warm shower before I went into it. And then when I got out of the tub, I took a nice, long, warm shower. I enjoyed the shower instead of usually like, okay, let's do everything and get out. Like my showers are less than five minutes usually. And so, but I was like, I'm going to enjoy this moment. Uh, today I took a moment. I went outside to mow the yard and I just took one moment and watched a bee on the, on the flower like working away and how peaceful that bee was. Like there was no sound outside. Uh, there was a, like a little breeze because it's pretty hot out. And I just, just was in the moment. And that gave me the energy to go out and mow. Mm. Yeah. So when we talk about self-care, like we've said through this podcast, it doesn't have to be a long, it doesn't have to be an hour, 30 minutes, an hour, or a couple hours. It's wonderful to do those, like try to get those in if you can, but don't stress about it because that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. And, and maybe it's the five minute things, but maybe you need to do something outside of your house. I'm hearing this now, yeah. do something outside of your house so you can actually shut down because if you're trying to meditate in your house or read a book or take a shower, your ego mind goes, well, you could be doing the dishes, doing the laundry, cleaning this, cleaning that, or answering this person, answering that person. And when my mind starts doing that, I always say, nope, I could pick that up when I'm done. Because it does, it's like the ADD brain or whatever. Yeah. When I try even to read, I used to set a timer for 15 minutes because I realized I read a couple of sentences and then I'll be like, oh, I wonder what this is. And I go on Google and then I'm on Facebook and then this and that. And I only read a couple of sentences. So I started setting a timer for 15 minutes. And anytime something popped up, like, let me go look this up or I wonder about this, the ADD brain, I go, nope, I could do that after. Let me read because I still have minutes. Like the timer hasn't gone yeah. off. It helps yeah. me focus. So maybe you need to get out of the house to do that. Maybe it's meeting up with a friend for 
coffee or tea or I don't know, chips and salsa. I don't want to say alcohol, but <laughs> maybe I guess every once in a while it doesn't alcohol doesn't really fill you up to recharge you, but no, it doesn't. It's it just quick it's fix. It is a quick fix. It's like sugar. It just yeah. gives you a false sense of comfort. Yeah. And um, calmness. Yeah, it totally yeah. does. Yeah. And, you know, even meditation can be something that is easily integrated in to your day. Um, and there are plenty of uh, meditations and sound healings and drummings mm. um, on YouTube. So you could be doing the dishes and listening to something that's relaxing. And now the dishes just becomes more of a physical interweaving of whatever like it is you're listening Like a waking meditation. Yeah. 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 So, well, I guess we gave you a few ideas. We hope that's helpful. We hope that self-care can be weaved into your life somewhere or another. And we really hope that um, if you have any ideas for self-care that you love, that you will share that with us. Yes, please. We're always looking for ideas. Yes. And... Um, we thank you for listening. We thank you for being here and we thank send you. lots of self-care love to each and every yes, one of you. Yes, love and light. <laughs> Yay. See you next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.